0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Vegas After Show.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. After Buzzers Bing us for doing. And today we are doing season one, episode 13 of CBS's Vegas. Called road trip. Road trip. Road trip. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me this evening is across from me. <laughs>
2: <coughs> go ahead. Conjunctivitis. Go ahead. Joining me is coughs. Bam Erickson. No, because you was like is, and so I was gonna say bam, but and I started coughing. I started coughing. It's that time of the year, <coughs> and I'm nicked for death. Oh, my goodness!
1: So <laughs> on that note, we're gonna jump right into this episode after buzzers because this episode was a little comical and it was funny a little a little comical, a little annoying, and a little dramatic <clears throat> so there was a lot of elements of everything but to start off with let's uh let's get right into the opening sequence with Dixon. At the pool, coming out of uh, whatever he wherever he was coming out of, talking about coming out of the bathhouse. Yes, uh, that's why I love Vegas. You know, he sounds like he has a little conjunctivitis when he talks. That is why I love Vegas. He comes and jumps in the pool with his little tight 1960 board shorts on. Yeah, he kind of looks then, like a like a walking Ken doll a little bit. Just kind of like the way the makeup and you know he was you know the hair the was rancher very... Ken. Yeah. That's I a guess, new nickname. I Very guess good. that's was this what he would be. So, he jumps in the pool and. Saves a life. I thought he was going to find the girl. Dead. In the bottom of the pool. Yeah, me But too. he comes up out of the pool and there's somebody floating yeah. on top. And, of course, he swims over. He just happens to be two feet away. And pulls the girl out of the water and saves her. Yeah. Dixon. This guy. He, yeah. uh. Yeah. I like He's D- a hero. Johnny on the spot. That's what he is. He's Johnny at the right place at, at the, the right time.
2: time. I like Dixon's character because he's a young dude and he's a cop, but yet he's young, he does what he does, and he likes the fact that he likes to get girls, but then he also kinda you, he also kind of takes advantage of the fact that he's a cop. Right. So he's He's a deputy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a deputy in, in the ranch in <laughs> Las Vegas.
1: That's right. I wonder if he used for protection. This guy gets a lot of, you know, he's a lot of he tail. He probably does. He uses does the lamb skin. That's a yeah. lamb skin? <laughs> yeah. Is there pores in that, see? Yeah, it is very porous. You is just, like Al Capone like that. It's like a that. That's <laughs> horrible. Dixon, you just, oh boy, you just got to wear two or three lambskins. But no, because, you know, but, but but stuff back then wasn't as potent as it is now. Dixon lamb skin. He's probably inspired it. Direct. So Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry guys, we went on a little tangent there. Anyway, so Dixon pulls his girl out of the water. She's part of some family singing group. Singing group or right. act. The Team Tastics. The, te- the Team Tastics. That's their Is, is, is band.
2: Team or is it teen? Is it T-A-M or T-E-E-M? I thought they said team, but maybe it's the team-tastics. Team, I, I think I, it is I was, team. I was thinking yeah. team because
1: of, you know, how They're she was team, saying yeah. that that she would get kicked out when she turned 20. Yeah, right, right, right. Actually, you're right. Because that is exactly in <laughs> yeah, And team, right. yeah, I think I remember them saying it was a team-tastic.
2: So, the dad, I can't remember his name, but I remember Doug, him from... Doug Savant from Melrose okay. Place and for um, and Not 90210, sorry. That's House, the Housewives, Housewives. Housewives, yeah. Uh, so,
1: uh, this guy's been around for a long time, and... Uh, He's a solid actor. He's always, you know, it was a pleasure to see him in the episode. So he plays the dad. And he comes like, oh, my gosh, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. So now we have this thing where we're trying to figure out who poisoned this girl because she recovers. And they find, they do, I guess, toxicology yeah uh, mm-hmm. report or analysis and find out that she has been poisoned, poisoned from yeah. her, uh, what sandwich was that? They called it Monte a... Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Yeah. You know what that guys? You know what
0: that is, right, guys?
2: No. What yeah. is it?
0: It's like I believe you take a Reuben and you fry it. It's like French toast bread. It's pretty awesome.
2: You take a Reuben. You take a Reuben and you fry it. What's a Reuben?
0: Uh Reuben's like the sauerkraut. Uh, it's like kind of like a pastrami,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Corned yeah. beef or oh, something okay. like that. Corned
0: beef, yeah, corned beef okay. with the Thousand Island dressing and sauerkraut. But then you take that and you like batter it and fry it.
1: mm That sounds. Interesting. Delicious. It, it sounds interesting. Is it sounds good? Have you ever amazing.
0: had one, Steve? Oh, they're amazing.
1: No, oh, it sounds nasty to me. A Monte, you've had a Monte Cristo? Yeah. I mean, they kept talking about this Monte Cristo. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'm going to have to order this sandwich just to try it next time I go to Vegas somewhere. Caesars or something. See if anybody Severino. actually Dude. serves this thing.
0: Oh, it's just, it's just a fried. I just... Uh Looked it up. Apparently, it's just a fried ham and cheese sandwich, but people like make variations of it and stuff. So.
1: Got you. Gotcha. I wonder if they serve it at Earl of Sandwich. Shout outs to Earl of Sandwich because we love you. Me and Nick go there often. Anaheim, baby. Anaheim. We haven't have to hit that, that one up. Go. Anyway, so Dixon, of course, gets romantically involved with this bra. I wouldn't say romantically involved. He he. he got- I, I say that in quotes. The the people, <laughs> the audience knows what Dixon getting a, what romantically involved means. He's just getting some more tail, basically. Basically, yeah. another notch on his uh, belt. Another, another notch on the belt. It, it, you know, this. I guess he felt like, uh, I guess his his uncle uh, Jack said that they don't really trust him with cases yet. Mm. So I think it was kind of funny and cool how the writers. It was like a almost who done it because it wasn't quite. She didn't. Nobody died. Yeah. Somebody was like an attempted murder or. Yeah. So it was kind of like this test so kind of like a rite of passage a little bit exactly you know but I mean he's actually contributed a lot to the past investigations and we've done this already Mm -hmm. Um, but then again key pieces of information and key evidence so I mean if he comes in and he's kind of taking over his dad like what's the point of having Ralph around so he always has to be like the junior the the junior investigator anyway hopping from that situation let's talk about Savino and his buddies (laughs) Bam, what was this this it was hard for me to it was hard to keep my attention as you guys <laughs> could see for this series this, this plot line for this episode for me. I mean, I was I was in my phone. And I love Savino and I love the whole mafia aspect. I don't like the comedic aspect behind the mafia. Their or their their story. I I'm just that's just me. I'd rather it be serious and dramatic. I'd mm. rather the 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 comic the comedy the comic relief come from Dixon and you know from other the, from the good guy from other scenarios mm-hmm. you know not the not the mobsters getting stuck out in the desert that just it was you know then one of' them was putting on a ten gallon hat the other one's putting on the red cowboy shirt, and they just looked like you know a circus act, and it's like, well, what kind of mobsters are you yeah well, what kind of you know situation are you running I, here? they had to they had to you know make do. Yeah, but what do you guys want to expound on what was going on with that situation and how they ended up out in the desert to begin with? And what was the whole point of them traveling with this briefcase?
2: <laughs> so Savino, Savino gets a, he gets a call from one of his inside guys saying that that um, they can get some electronic slot machines. And with it being the 1950s? 60, 60, with 60. it being 1960, 61, you know, they figure, Savino figures a while, you know, he always wants to be ahead of the game. That's why he wants to, you know, put the, the restaurant and casino together. He's always thinking ahead of the future and what's, right. what's mm-hmm. going to be hot, you know, later and let people jump on. Right. And so he thought that this would be a great opportunity to get these electronic slot machines because they were 30 cents to a dollar. That's so a good deal. They had to drive way out in Yonderville.
1: <laughs> they to went go. to
2: BFE. Yeah. It was only 30 miles away. But back in those days, that's... that's pretty, none of that was developed. Yeah. That no, I know. It's, right. it's, it's
1: straight desert, but right. it was only 30 miles away. So electronic slot machines, which they didn't have at the time, which yeah. is a big deal. That's mm-hmm. a great like uh, technological advancement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then so Savino's crew was going to go by themselves, but... Sabina was like, eh, nah, I let me go because I don't want you guys to mess this up. Right. And so now they go. Um, they all hop in the car and they start driving. And then, of course, the car breaks down. There's gas in it, but there was something else. Overheats. It, it overheats. Okay. Now, he blamed it on one of the guys, right? Yeah. Well, the, mob, the boss always blames it on their workers when things don't, you know, go smooth. It seems like not his right-hand
1: guy, the guy who used to be in charge, but the other guy mm. is just a... Idiot, dude. This guy is just. I'm like, he needs a demotion. I'm sure yeah. they could get somebody off the block on the corner by Home Depot that's like way more <laughs> qualified than this guy. Home Depot, right? I'm just um, saying. Um, I, don't, I don't think they had Home, yeah. home Depot. Um, they had something. You know. The Ace Hardware. <laughs> I mean, they had somebody. This This dude is. This dude, I think he's just. Qualified to be a mobster because he's Italian. Yeah, yeah. He's an idiot. Legacy. He's probably like a legacy, like his dad was a mobster. His grandfather was. It's just like this dude's annoying to me. I think he's overly dumb. I I don't (laughs) like seeing him that
2: stupid and and,
1: incompetent. But anyway, did
0: he go? Which way did he go? (laughs) Right.
2: He's like a big dunce. But anyway, go ahead, man. And so Savino says, "Well, you know what? I'm going to start walking." And so they're walking and walking and. they get tired they take a rest <laughs> i mean they were in their suits they were in their suits no no but that way you just <laughs> did though Go on, go on. No, it's great storytelling for those just listening. Great storytelling. Right, that is on. a major compliment, being that you're one of the hottest comedians out in, uh, in Los Angeles right now. So for you to tell me that that was good, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't have to say anything for the rest of the show. That's Boy, true, Bam. Because Nick Purdue,
1: he will not toot his own horn. This dude is funny. You guys can catch him at the comedy store, or a lot of other places doing uh, his comedy thing. Mm-hmm. He's really, really funny cat, and we love Nick Purdue. Mm-hmm. Even though I know the audience misses the funny fun facts that he used to bring to the table. I want to bring, I want to put him on blast for not bringing, he hasn't brought a fun fact for at least six weeks. I don't know (laughs) what's going on. Wait a minute. First of all, first of all, all, uh, we were dark last week, okay? So don't let that count against me. Secondly, I'll get six
2: today. (laughs) All right, get the going. Okay. So now it's it's nighttime. Obviously, there's no light anywhere because they're in the middle of the desert. And so they have to sit there mm-hmm. and now they're they're tired they haven't drank anything uh, you know the lips or are crusty and they haven't yeah. eaten so they're like really ready to die but then what happens is the next morning as they're walking they see um, they see a, 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 um, a dad and his daughter driving or it's along. really a trailer guy a, trailer a guy, guy pulling his horse right yeah, he's yeah. like uh, a rancher or a farmer mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. be a rancher, yeah. and it was revealed that this is an old road that no one really uses anymore right but uh, the little girl made some sweet tea. She gives them the sweet tea, and so they drink it, and they hop in the back with the horses, and they, you know, trottle along down the road. That sweet tea looked like scotch. Because <laughs> that yeah. means it has some sugar in it. Yeah. And, you
1: know, yeah. sweet tea, if it's, a, if it's any kind of sweet tea or lemonade made on a ranch or a farm, it's like all sugar. Moonshine sweet it's tea. Like, it's like Kool-Aid tastes like Gatorade <laughs> compared to that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, sweet tea that they make in rural War areas. I made it myself. I like how you pulled out the, the jug, from Like way down. Right. I made it myself. It's like moonshine tea, mm-hmm. but it, it's just it probably made them more thirsty because you yeah. know stuff that's sugary. But they probably didn't have those revelations in 1960 Ugh. yet. Yeah. You know, they just think they're drinking something anyway. So cold they, and it's wet. Right. So. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> that's horrible. So they asked for a ride from this guy. Right. Correct. And uh, they offered to pay him, too. They offered to pay him. He said, no, he's one of those guys, those Southern Hospitality. Look, you guys are stranded out here. I'll give you guys a lift. I'm going this direction anyway. No problem. Mm-hmm. So he sticks him in the back with a horse. Because, <laughs> obviously, not three men are not going to sit in the cab with, yeah.
2: him, with him and his daughter. Plus, he doesn't know these guys. Oh, go ahead, Bam. Let's go back to at nighttime. Mm-hmm. One of the guys kept trying to... The uh, dunce. He kept trying to uh, rub the wood together so they can start a fire. Right. The, the so, night before yeah, they the got picked. Before. right. right, right. And so he wasn't able to do that. And then one of the guys says, well, you know, he heard, allegedly, he heard that a great way to stay warm is to do body contact. Uh-huh. And so they all looked at him like, are you effing crazy? And he was like, yeah, OK, I'm going to go back to the fire. I'm sorry. You may think that this whole comedic thing is corny, but that was funny. That you know, that was funny. But gotcha. That was funny. Mm-hmm. But it's still. No, but
1: th- I think like the uh, the real kicker is when he started the fire and he's like, Oh, I forgot I had the I lighter, lighter yeah. in my pocket. <laughs> See, that's a problem. That's this is too stupid, dude. <laughs> it's like how are these guys like Vince Vincent has to be so frustrated. <laughs> it's like, I need can I get some can I brother get some help? Chicago, can I get some help? I mean, you sent me out here for a reason. Now I'm just operating a bunch of wackos who are just not that yes. bright, Ugh. not the
2: sharpest tools in the shed out and, here. In and speaking of chi- desert, and speaking of Chicago, Savino um, did he was on the phone with someone, and he, and he did say, you know, to make sure that you fetch my kids. So that right. was that mm-hmm. was a subtle hand and leeway, which goes into when it's the next day when they made a stop somewhere, mm-hmm. and the little girl was reading To Kill a Mockingbird and brand new book it was a brand new book that she read that she had just got from school and she was telling of course To, to Kill a Mockingbird now be, is one of the you know greatest books of all time but it's just it's just funny how how it just came out at that time yeah it just came out at that time it was like the Harry Potter of
1: 1960 yeah yeah no that was the book that was you know and then there was the film that came out with uh, Gregory Peck Gregory Peck oh. and uh, who else was in that uh, Robert Duvall Robert Duvall, Robert Duvall but it was also Boo. It was also uh, Boo. Ollie.
2: Boo what's Whitney his right? name?
1: Who played the uh, guy who was being con- uh, convicted? It was Ollie uh, Williams. No, no, no. Oh, This is horrible. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll figure it out in a minute. You Bing can, it, Bing it. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Mm. But classic. I like how they threw that in there. I thought
2: that was great writing. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the from the, the for the script. Yeah, there's a lot of great subtle things that I like. especially I noticed how there were a lot of 25 cent signs for mm-hmm. like the tables and stuff, mm-hmm. which I find 25 cents to be a lot to gamble. Well, but I mean, but back in those days, 25 cents versus because like, I guess if OK, if you look at it now, so like a table, table minimum,
1: minimum right now. Yeah. But OK, but like but a but a table minimum, you know, could be anywhere from 10 to 100 bucks. You know what I mean? So 25 cents is like that.
2: I guess you're you know what right what I mean? because like, it was it was for was the table, time. not for yeah, but
1: not the, the actual for... slots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean remember, remember that uh Lamb earlier in the season he had breakfast, right? And he paid like ninety nine cents for a whole breakfast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? And, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's nineteen sixty, things are cheap, but still it's all relative. People are making less money too. <laughs> so, you know, it's that that aspect of it is 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 all relative. Um, you know what else but, is all relative? What was that? iTunes. And why is it all relative? Because if you are not subscribed to iTunes, if you don't have an iTunes account, please uh, go online, make one. It takes minutes. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe to the Vegas podcast and all your other after, favorite afterbuzz shows. You can go online. You could go back and rewatch. You can make comments. You can rate. You know, thumbs them up. Uh, and let us just, you know, let us know. Share it with your friends. Hit it on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, take a picture. Put it on Instagram. Make a video. Put it on YouTube. Whatever you want to do, subscribe and uh, talk back to us. You yeah. Can also- you could also uh, subscribe and follow AfterBuzz on Twitter and subscribe on YouTube as well. So back to the guys in the desert. It was really funny to see. I think uh, there was a point where... Did, didn't he uh, call home or talk to somebody back home about his wife and his wife was... Uh, Savino, His wife was. That was during the, during the same first phone call when he was asking about his kids. And then and then his right. wife said that like that he wasn't allowed to talk to his kids. So something like, something like that. His wife can like blocked him from talking to, to his right. kids. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I, you know, that goes back to, you know, when I said earlier that I believe it was a mistake that he sent his wife home and handled that situation the way he handled it. It was really, uh, it was poor management. You know, his, mm-hmm. his, he's, seen, he's a really good businessman, but he needs to handle his, his personal life
2: a, a little better. Yeah. And the fact that he had this connection with the little girl mm-hmm. just shows that mm-hmm. he misses his family, right? Yeah, he misses his daughters. I mean, that was really a—it uh, like touching, it, it, touching it, it, it was
1: touching, mm-hmm. and, it, and it really said a lot. Uh, he he bought the uh, he bought the the kid uh, the necklace a necklace, a right. necklace, right? A little you know, a little souvenir mm-hmm. for. Giving the mobsters a ride for the day. That she'll always, <laughs> <laughs> always remember. But, you know, what was really funny was when they were getting harassed by those bikers. Yeah. And they pulled the guns out. and Quick. It just, they pulled them out quick and it started popping. Yeah. And then the little girl was scared. Like, what? That was, it was like... Are you laughing? Why are you scared? Well... This guy just... I mean, just ran off the real bad guys. And these were these guys, that ran off for young punks. Ica. These are mature men Mr. who are just carrying protection. They're wearing suits. Mr. Thaddeus. Yes. She's a little
2: girl. She's not that little. She's a little girl. She's, <laughs> she's old that. enough to make sweet tea. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's 11, 12 years old. Like, honestly, has she seen a gun that close? Has she heard gunshots being shot at her foot like feet and you know inches away she had every right to be uh to, startled. Be, to be startled and yeah. and then you know threatened for her life I mean she really should have been startled if they didn't show up it was just her old daddy there who wasn't really gonna protect her <laughs> so what who cares from these four punks on on bikes <laughs> was like, yeah. that's You're, you know she's not thinking about that she's thinking about the fact that there's guns yeah hell if 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 we were somewhere and I saw gunshots coming near me, and I heard someone shoot foo- uh, a foot being shot, I would, I would have a moment too.
1: I mean, I wouldn't if, if the shots were on my side. For me, then I'd be, I'd be all right. No, no, no. Okay, but but no, because where it was went, in, it was in defense of her. I but, don't give a damn. But, but, guns but also too, me. where she was standing, she was like, you know, because they were, you know, like. They were, she was uh, not perpendicular. Yeah, she was adjacent, perpendicular adjacent, to, to where, yeah, like you know. Yeah. Right. So, you know, essentially, you don't know which way bullets fly, you know, so she had all the right to be And she's 12 years old. She, if she wants to be afraid, she can be afraid. I don't think she's 12 years old. She's making sweet tea. She's not the ADA, okay? The ADA, you know, as we Boy, know, she's I've not afraid of gunshot. Boy, I've been making Kool-Aid
2: shots. since I was like seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Who cares? <laughs> you still making Kool-Aid? You know what I did last week? Does it have gluten in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have gluten. But it, on my Instagram, I had a taste with Kool-Aid and I just... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Red. Huh? The red flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I mean, but anyway, back to the little girl. <laughs> I think the, I think the point of that was that he had a connection with the little girl. Yes, he did. And then he scared her off. But she did, you know, give the book back to um, to him after she read it and said, you know, give this to your daughters. So right. there was a nice, there was a nice little connection between mm-hmm. between Savino right and the little girl. And that. the
1: funny thing, the funny thing about that is when they got dropped off, he said uh, the guy who gave them a ride, the, the 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 little girl's father, said, you know, he was like, well, what's you know, Savino asked him, well, what is this? He said, the state never finished the highway, uh. so where you're going. It's about five miles that way. My truck is too heavy, you know, it would probably get stuck, which it probably would because it was like a sand dune out there. So now these guys have to walk five miles in the sand just to go meet their connection, their contact, in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So what happens on this journey, Nick? Well, <laughs> well, they get there. Well, once they <laughs> get there. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, is uh, another comical situation. They, they see this, this trailer. And so this is a trailer that they, they've been looking for. They see the informant. The informant, or not the informant, but they've seen their, uh, their, their connect. And he you know, says, you guys are late. I'm waiting here. I had to sleep out here in my car. Right. In the desert, right? Opens up, sees the slot machines, and it's in French. Right? So, which means <laughs> that they, that the slot machines take French francs, and the plugs are different. The plugs are European. So, yeah. it's not going to work. And in 1960, like, oh. there's no adapters. Yeah. So, so, he said, you know, you wanted me I to got get got slot machines. machines, I got slot machines. You know, it was, it was in New York. It was dark. You know, these fell off of the truck or whatever. Right. And he acquired these slot machines, but they're the wrong type. And he, and he it really tries to blow it off, like, slot machines are slot machines. machines. Yeah. Now if they have the technology to today that we have today to actually go ahead and and put put an adapter on it and still make it work I think it would probably be a novelty and they would still make money off of it Mm. but obviously they wouldn't be able to because it only took French money
2: but but back in that day you don't now, if someone tries to offer us something cheap, we automatically think it's hot or there's something wrong with it. And so maybe for in the 1960s, maybe he was far ahead as far as the, the future and what would be hot. Right. But he clearly didn't have a um, a clue as to knowing when something is too good to be true. Because yeah. 30 cents to a dollar, he that there should have been red flags.
1: Well, 30 cents on the dollar is really not bad if it's something that's under, kind of on the black market, and they're probably playing, paying a pretty penny for these things. So they got a couple. They were supposed to just be getting a couple, and now it's going to lead to them getting further shipments mm-hmm. of these revolutionary new new slot machines. So it's just going to put them ahead of the game. But it does show a little naivete, just a bit. But, you know, it's like don't believe everything, but don't, you know, don't count on it, but don't discount it either mm-hmm. until you actually see what the situation is and I think you know Vincent's like okay let me go see what's going on because what's funny is he had this instinct enough to go with them yeah if he would have not gone those two dummies probably would have come back with those things and up. then he would Vincent would have been like these things won't even plug up yeah. in the casino you can't even use this here and they'd be like oh uh i don't know and it would have been one of those situations and the money would have been gone Mm -hmm. and the the machines would have been obsolete so he was he had enough instinct and wherewithal to say look uh i'm gonna go because you guys are probably gonna screw this up which that's what definitely would have happened because he's the one that noticed the ju right he said what's the ju on the box what is that yeah. What, what 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 is that? It's like he's the only one that has some sense. So I I would like to get him around smarter people, a crew that just has some brains. Like that's Vincent is is too savvy to, to be working with idiots. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they need to make his team idiots in order to to. To display how savvy he is in the business place. Well, you know, but what I, what I think of this, Thaddeus, is that, like, I think that Chicago purposely put these idiots around him. Because, I mean, like, they don't, I don't think that they necessarily want them. They want him to succeed, but they don't want him to succeed, succeed. Well, they were there running stuff before he got there. And they were screwing stuff up. Yeah. So, but obviously, they felt that they were smart enough to be there running things to begin with. Which means maybe Chicago isn't too bright about... You know, they need a new HR director. About <laughs> who they're hiring <laughs> to do what? Or who they're sending to put do a, what? Put an ad on, on Craigslist, right? They're like, looking you know, for HR. Mob my is my boss, Chicago crime family. Fortune 500 companies looking for a new uh, HR director. Waste management. Please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Waste management, auto sales, everything. You're skimming, looking for a new. Uh, Skim protocol. Um, so, yeah. So they get out there. I would probably slap the guy around me personally I, I, you know
2: you're a you know, mob guy I'm like dude are you, uh, dude are you serious I think at that point Savino should have slapped one of them or both of them although it is his fault because he should have checked and asked questions but just for what all he been through I would have slapped somebody I would have slapped the dude <laughs> I would have <laughs> I I slapped Why
1: you guys gotta slap somebody you gotta slap him. I mean not shoot I, him in the kneecaps say, and keep on going I didn't say shoot go. him in the kneecaps don't beat him up <laughs> just slap him up a little bit yeah you know, he tried to be a smart, a smart ass and take the money for a second, right? Yeah, and you know, roll out. But they left him out there. They took his car and left him out there with the trailer mm-hmm. and yeah. headed home. So he's probably gonna, you know, the vultures will get to him. So you know, well, he'll make it out. That rancher, he, he's just gonna have to, he's just gonna have to walk a quite, a quite a ways. Probably take a nap in the in the trailer with with the French slot machines for the night. But uh, going on over to uh, Jack's situation. Well, actually, let's let's wait on Jack. Let's talk about the ADA and Jones. Yeah, that was fun. ADA Catherine, the worst shot in the world. Like sh- this is not Trinity from uh, the Matrix at no, all. No, it definitely is not. <laughs> she, she just... She's yeah, she might as well have been shooting with her little p- her pea
2: shooter. No, the, from... the the gun was fine. It's just her her aim was off. Right church women with their pack, their pistols can shoot better than she can yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely you're absolutely right <laughs> i was i was thoroughly disappointed let me put it out and she looked so hard she had the gun
1: and she yeah. was shooting and
2: i was like mm, wow. she was
1: she was shooting straight no, but it wasn't straight enough so let's talk about jones from the milwaukee <laughs> crime family the hitman mm-hmm. uh the cleaner yeah who called her for a meeting so he can like meet up with her and and create a deal because I guess he wanted to get his teeth fixed. He was he was having well, some dental problems. Actually, like after watching every everything, yeah, you know, he was planning his escape from jail. Like right. that's that's essentially what it what it was, and so that's why he was saying I want to get my teeth fixed. So he got the got the braces, took the metal wire out of the braces, undid his cuffs. Is that what he did? Killed, that's exactly what he did. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was braces. Because I thought braces. when he smiled, he had a grill. Like he had silver teeth. Like all his teeth were silver. No, they're mm-hmm. braces. It was braces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 1960 braces 1960 maybe looked break. like a girl. Back yeah, time. you know, like a chain link fence wrapped around us. You know, uh, right, right, fun. okay. So he he bolts, jumps into a van, mm-hmm. could, and now and he could have could have shot him. She she could have, but again, her aim is horrible. I, I don't see why she didn't shoot him because she got she, played. She missed. And what was what was the agreement? That it, it seems like for, at one point she was shooting at the vehicle like she was trying to shoot the tire out or something like that. I don't know what she was shooting at. She couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, first off. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but Jones got away. Yeah. So now she has to hunt him down and catch him. Well, she has to get the help of Ralph. Ralph. Ralph to help her out. Her boo-boo. Her boo. Who they're still, <laughs> you know, on this... Whatever's going on with them, I don't know. They need to figure it out. They need oh, to they will. That's and you know what? that's probably going to be like the end of the the end of the season is when they're eventually going to figure it out. And then stay tuned next for next season. You know yeah. you got to wait. That's how, how they're going to do it. I already know. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. They well, we'll keep see. We'll, we'll see. But okay, so they go on a a, a series of trying to find Jones, yeah. and they're tracking him. Yeah. Because two uh, deputies or two, uh, you know, were were Jones killed two uh, police men at the jail. Right. When, when he left. Right. And see, that's the problem with Hitman. It's just easy for them to kill somebody. And it was probably a couple of situations where he probably didn't have to kill somebody and it would have not left. Well, you know, you shoot first, ask questions later. All right. Well, well you know, I guess that's how they do in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little more bright in you know, Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. It's that milwaukee that Milwaukee brew Chicago they wanna reason with you and you know. uh in Chicago they wanna reason with you before they bump you off, just like what yeah. Johnny was doing to jack yeah. in uh. that whatever sketchy motel room, blah blah, <laughs> blah blah happened with that situation, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to that, but yeah, we'll get to that, and I know you guys are just just itching to get to that situation because that that is just a whole can of worms. With with Johnny and and Jack. the attic, she was H and two dude. She, she literally <laughs> H and S scratching. So, Je- you I mean, y'all call him Molly uh, now. I mean, <laughs> so is that what she said? No, was, it, no. she said, "Where's my Molly?" Johnny said, "Oh, you call him Molly now." Is that what you call it? Anyway, so <laughs> Catherine and. Ralph go on this adventure to find Jones they finally track him down on the side of a road somewhere uh, after car hopping and after bus car switching. hopping actually they caught up to him in the back of a truck I don't know how they well he actually left a gas station where he he killed a gas station attendant right and then took off or oh, he didn't do all that or something like or he no he said he's <clears> lucky he just uh, he just uh, sucker punched him he's, he's lucky he didn't do more so he jumped in the back of a truck I guess he was in the back of a truck they catch up to the truck and sure enough, this guy pops up out the back of the truck with the pistol in hand, shooting, jumps out of the truck, runs over to this guy who is in a car on the side of the road. and Which is really like, it was because really, there there's nothing else out here. Nothing. And there's, this, there's this car that just happens to be there. And, and you know what's crazy? It didn't even seem like, like, it seemed like the car was coming from anywhere or going anywhere. It seemed <laughs> like it was just sitting there. It's like the car's not going. It's not coming. It's just... Okay, Where's the, okay, the shot yeah. is gonna be blocked right here. Yeah, I don't, yeah. The car's gonna be sitting right yeah, here uh, when you run up, okay, uh, pull the guy out of the car. Yeah. But I, what tripped me out was how when they, when, you know, when Jones got the guy out of the car, the guy runs over to Ralph and is like, no, 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 don't shoot him. And you're like, what are you doing First dude? of all, I was like, move out the way so he can shoot, you know, at the, but then I was like, okay, I, I, now I know I right. he's, you know. Right. So Jones takes off and I'm still, I still don't understand how he ended up on the side of a cliff. Well, that's just the, you know, the geographical location of where they
2: were at. Right. So um, it was like the middle of the desert, the yeah. middle of nowhere. But you also failed to mention, I know you know this, but just for people who are listening, mm-hmm. that the reason that the guy ran up to Ralph and said, don't shoot, don't shoot, is because when the guy drove off, he noticed that there was a little red-haired boy sitting in the back right. seat of the car. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. He was a cute kid, a little, Ron, Ron a little, a little, little Ronnie there. Howard,
1: little Ronnie Howard, little Bryce Dallas Howard, Ronnie in the back seat, freckles. He actually had on a sweater from H and M, huh? He, like the little sweater little boy was wearing. Oh, it was like H and M sweater. That's that's a that's a funny observation. It was. <laughs> was, just I, was just, I, I saw it. I was, I've seen that sweater before. It was H&M. But he's a typical like 1960 something looking little kid. So it was, it was great casting on that. Whoever casted the little kid was was really funny. So Ralph had to save the kid. Throws the rope in there. Rancher style. The rancher style. kid has a lasso himself or, or hog tie himself <laughs> around the waist. And I guess right before the car goes over the Perfect ledge. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Yanks the kid out through the window. Yay, Ralph Lamb. He's Without a hero. Without nicking the, the roof or the door or, or the side panels. Yes. And this kid was coming through and this heavy metal car. Tumbled over the embankment, and the cars back then were made of steel, so yeah. they were really heavy. So, yeah, uh, what happened to Jones again? Jones, yeah,
2: he took off. So, he,
1: he oh, that's off. right. Yeah. Okay, so this was really funny. So, yeah, Jones t- takes off because they got to save the kids, so they can't apprehend him mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, Jones, we see the guys. Coming back with the car they took from the guy who tried to to, Sell on the to finagle these 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 bootleg French electronic <laughs> slot machines, yeah. and they're driving down the road just happy to be in a car on their way back home because <laughs> it's a horrible day they've had, and they've probably had the horse crapping on them from the trailer and everything because they're in the back of that horse trailer. I mean, that was probably like a horrible situation. I mean, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine having a horse's butt in your face. Or, <laughs> for I don't know how many hours on end. That was just ridiculous, but they happened. You got Jones, who is...
2: Strolling along.
1: Who was who chilling on the side of the road, trying to hitch a ride, and lo and behold, who drives by?
2: Savino and the boys.
1: Savino and the buffoons. And Savino's like, that's Jones! He's like, pull over. Pull over. Dude, that was so funny. That was actually, like, one of the... Uh, one of the climaxes of the episode for me. That was good. Really, I really enjoyed that part. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it made sense because there's not a whole lot of real roads out there. There's only going to be so many roads that anybody's going to be on. Plus, this okay. guy's on the run. These guys are on the way back to Vegas. they run into Jones. Now they're working him over in whatever warehouse. I'm surprised they didn't pop him on the spot. I thought that was going to happen. I thought. I Because thought, Vince had his gun out, cocked, ready. You know, It, it would have made sense because they didn't plan that. It was totally random. They could have just drove by the drive-by. Just Mm. drove by, popped him, and left him on the side of the road. One thing that that Vince did say is that you work for for me now. So going to his buffoons that he already has, as working for him. He knows that this guy, Jones is a smart guy you know he knows yeah this that and and the other now what problems he may have by quote-unquote employing jones while he is on the run because i'm sure he didn't disclose any of that lo- you know information mm-hmm. uh you know on the ride over while he was he was getting roughed up i mm-hmm. see davis to kill a mockingbird he was the defendant thank you mm. thank you for that i just remembered right now thank you anyways <laughs> sorry guys i you know i should remembered that so uh, off the top of my head you know, like like that. That also kind of kind of goes to shows like, okay, I could have killed Jones, but now I could put him in my back pocket. Will Jones probably try and you know backstab him? Sure, but you know, again, we still have about eight more episodes left, so we need a little, uh, you know. I don't really see how they're gonna make this guy work for him when his when his loyalties lie somewhere else, and obviously they have already bumped off guys from his crew and then there's been retaliation and now there's this... I mean, in all, you know, reality, there's just like a war. How is he going to make this guy work for him? That doesn't even make sense. P.O.W. I don't, you know, they're not going to ever get information out of this guy. We'll see. This dude's an assassin. He's not going to, you know, turn state's evidence. It's not going to happen. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, just work him over and then, you know, Put him in a body bag, dude. That's what they're gonna have to do. They just just dump this guy
2: somewhere. Yeah, they should have killed him while they had the chance. Yeah, I mean they still have the chance. They could still kill him.
1: Now, let's talk about this situation with Vincent. Vincent is trying to clean up, and I say clean up in quotes for people who are listening, because his wife was on the right track with what she was trying to do with the situation. uh, We're trying to set Rizzo up to take a fall with the ADA. And then he comes in, gets upset, and takes over and ends up trying to do the same thing that his wife was trying to do anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, you know, the way he left it, or the way he started it, by trying to warn Jack that something was going to happen, and then lying to to Johnny to set the situation up that would explode, it was very, very loosely handled. It wasn't tightly orchestrated. It just kind of, he was kind of like... This is he you know, he lied to Johnny. He told Rizzo, this is what's what's going on. Mm. You're, you know, this this cop, this deputy has made your daughter, snitched to the feds or snitch to the ADA. And then he went and told Jack that to watch out. So expected, but this dude is. This dude's a cowboy. He's as square as square as can be. He's not gonna be able to just have his head on a swivel. For this guy. Plus, when you're walking around a badge, you don't think that somebody's just coming after you, especially in 1960. Mm-hmm. This is not like in the watch, where you know people are after you in your LAPD. You know, the, the scenario is completely different at the time. Mm. So, it, it wasn't tightly orchestrated. This is the first situation that I really feel that Vincent tried to handle something, and it was loosely handled. And this is why... It seemed a little rushed. It, 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 was, it was. It wasn't only rushed... I feel like he could. He it, it actually. You're right, Nick. It could have taken a. Little, it could have been a little more carefully formulated, formulated, really kinda, strategized, yeah. whatever. But he, I hope he takes some lessons from this because the truth came out. Yeah, but he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know. But Rizzo. But, but Rizzo, at this point, he's got this guy kidnapped. <laughs> It doesn't matter if he believes him in it. Every, all his stories pan out. Now, anyway, he can't this, let him go.
2: Rizzo has this guy. Who is this guy?
1: This guy is Johnny, Johnny Rizzo.
2: No, who? Do? I'm sorry. He, he had,
1: has Jack. So yeah. he has, Jack, you or he has a, he, Jack. He has a crackhead. <laughs> he has a crackhead uh, sending a fake call. Jack shows up, kidnaps Jack. Next thing you know, it was like cut. Next thing you know, we we back to then. Then Jack is tied to a chair with, <laughs> with, some, hold with on, some loose rope. Hold on, robe. on, hold on, hold on. Before we even go further into this, I gotta give the crackhead credit because this is a super crackhead. This is not just your ordinary crackhead. She was that, uh, right? she, she, she is, Rodney King crackhead. she is a one in a million that was, you know, like she, because I'm, I'm pretty sure not go like, down. her, her, her like crack blood level is about 70 30, 70 crack, 30 percent actual blood in her body, right? So when you know, she got injected with this, with this tricky stuff. You know, it, it, does. it knocked her out a little bit. Right. But, she, you know, she shook it off and took <laughs> it like a man. <laughs> it's like a zombie. I bet whoever came up with the concept for zombies got it from somebody who was on drugs.
2: And I like I like how Rosa says, say hello to, uh, to Diane Desmond for me. Yeah. Right. Say, say hello to Diane
1: Desmond so, for me. So, you know, the, everybody already knew the deal was on that anyway. But it was, it was good to see that. The,
2: the confirmation. The confirmation. Say, yeah. 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 Right. And, then, and he told him, he said, you're never going to see my daughter again and you will never leave this house again. You'll never see the outside of this house. Yeah. So he was basically
1: saying, you're done. I mean, he had the, I guess, 1960 Taser, cattle prod, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I think it was a cattle prod. He's just jamming these things into this guy and, you know, trying to get him to admit something. It's like, dude, this guy is too square. He would come and tell you, he would tell you the truth. But, see, when you're that crooked, you're not going to believe that somebody is going to just be that straightforward Mm -hmm. either. So, And and Jack is probably more straight-laced than Ralph. He's the most straight laced out of all the lamb, the lamb boys. He's more straight laced than Ralph and Dixon. I don't think he sleeps with anybody's wife, and he he he's not a uh, he's not as ill tempered or distempered as as Ralph. Ralph, right. you know, he's a little more level headed.
2: Anyway, so what happens with that situation, Bam? And so as he's tasering him, um, trying to make him pay for it at the very end. <laughs> There is a piece of glass that is injected into Rizzo's neck. Injected? injected? Yeah. <laughs> Injections like the nurse came and was like,
1: okay, get ready. And she's tapping on that. She no, stabbed him in yeah, his yeah. neck. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, she yeah. stabbed him. She, she shanked him. She shanked him. Yeah. She shanked him. And uh-huh. It's like she got mad. You hit me with a hot dog, mother. mother you, you, was, and she got him. That's not Molly. Wait a minute. You made you gave me a hot dog. It made it fall. It, she fell. She bit it. Broke the table. You just. I just thought she was dead. Because he then he referred no, to Diane no, Desmond. She was, she was like she, she was, was knocked out. Like she was like, 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 like Pacquiao. Dude, she, soon, was, she, she was she dude. was Pacquiao. <laughs> she was Pacquiao. Dude, as soon as she took it, she just fell straight over. She just stiffened up and yeah. fell straight over. That was as that. So, that as, was that Pacquiao knock. It, knocked it, 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 was, it ah! was funny. And that was it. It, it was funny. <laughs> like dang, that was a hot <laughs> dose. He's yeah. Say hello to Diane Desmond for me. So oh. that was kind of a funny situation, but she wakes up out of nowhere like a zombie, stabs Rizzo <laughs> on the neck with a with a glass shard, and you know Jack is like, "Hurry get, up! Hurry yeah. up! Get yeah. me out of here!" Uh-huh. So then he jumps on Rizzo. They have a struggle. He gets uh, uh, Jack gets a hold of a gun. Rizzo's gun. He gets a hold of Rizzo's gun. Rizzo gets a hold of Jack's gun. Yeah. And Jack gets the drop on Rizzo. Unfortunately for Rizzo, the
2: crackhead.
1: Oh, when I oh, struggling. Yeah. The crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> gets popped running away. I thought, writers, writers, that was the most unjust thing. I, I, I am not happy with the writers for letting the crackhead. You should have let the crackhead. Go! You should free. let her
0: go. You know? She already
1: took a hot dose. She now she gotta take t- a hot one. She was trying to get clean. You know, <laughs> she goes from a hot dose to a hot one in the back. She, she, she That's needed messed some up. <laughs> some some water. Dude, she couldn't get to no water. But you know what? That yeah, cotton mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. I, I I thought I didn't like that. But that, <laughs> that. That upset me.
2: She was cross-eyed. But you know, she's not a true crackhead. <laughs> Because the crack would have got the hell out there 10 <laughs> seconds before. Okay, uh, crack uh, kids went uh, fast. Yeah, they did. Yeah.
1: yeah, she... she yeah. Well, she was a little sluggish. You <laughs> saw in her face. You know, her face was like a leather bag. She didn't know what was going on. <laughs> you know. That Poor was, girl. It's all what? right. Great acting, though. Great acting great, and great makeup, you know, even though... So Rizzo, with all Kobe. his pride... Rizzo, with all his pride and everything, you know, he can't stand this guy. This guy's banging his daughter, and he can't stand anybody from the, from that side of the law anyway, so... And that's actually what confirmed him... Not or th- no, that's that's what confirmed me and not being the informant because he said, you know, at this time we was at the motel, right. Call the Call the right. manager, you can that you probably know. made him more mad. Yeah, like He's you can like, vouch. I don't even know what the what <laughs> am i gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> kill this guy regardless. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. I gotta yeah, eat. So I was like, Dude, even if he was he like, has such disdain for this guy. <laughs> He this, Jack had to drop on him, and he, he was still disgusted. tries to put. Pro- he was he, disgusted. He's just pissed. Yeah, this, that's dude, this Johnny is just pissed, uh. and he he gets shot. He takes one uh, center mass, <laughs> and he's out. He's done. And they, it, 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 I don't want to say it upsets me, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Do you think? Oh, uh, just um, the opening scene with the uh, with Jack and Mia. Mm-hmm they were walking into the they were walking into a casino and they kissed right in public so like they yeah cleared. because the
1: cat's out of the bag now yeah the dad knows she doesn't care she doesn't have to hide anything so I think she's gonna loosen up and not be that and that it. uptight anymore uh, I'll just pause that and save the rest of that for a prediction I- exactly so <laughs> let's let's go to news and gossip Jack and Johnny for uh we are, oh yeah, yeah yeah Jack and Johnny yeah let's go to news and gossip
0: after Buzz TV
1: Okay, so what news do we have? Do we have any news, guys, for... Do we have any more
2: black weeks coming up where we're blacked out? Um, Eventually, because there's only eight uh, eight more episodes. Okay. And so either they'll have an early season finale or they got to stretch these eight episodes till May, mid-May.
1: Okay. Yeah. And hopefully we'll still get uh, Jason Omar Michael Chiklis in here soon. And I know Amy wants to come in. Oh, yeah. I think Amy Garcia, who plays... Yvonne, right, uh, mm-hmm. uh, at the station, yeah. at the police station. She's, she wants to come in, and we'll love to have her. She's been here uh, for her show on... Dexter. Dexter, her her yeah. part on, on Dexter, mm-hmm. which is... She's a very talented and very versatile young lady, so uh, we can't wait to have her in the studio. Uh, I think the ratings are still doing well for mm-hmm. the time slot. Yeah. Uh, people love Vegas. It's Vegas is, is just hard to, to just fail anything about Vegas. Is, it's like... I don't know. Is Mars it's Attacks did. didn't do very well, but, you know. What didn't? The movie Mars Attacks.
0: That was a great movie.
1: <laughs> Steve. <laughs> don't even be dissing on that, man. Don't be dissing on that. We won't be dissing on that, Steve.
0: I got gold up on my Mars on
2: that's, Attacks. That's the one that Dennis Quaid was in, right? Was Dennis Quaid in Mars Attacks? Was he in Mars Attacks? Or is he in 43.
0: No, mm-hmm. I don't think that was Dennis Quaid. No, Dennis
2: Quaid wasn't in that. I know Tom Jones was in that. Dennis Quaid I think is in movie I think he's in movie, movie forty three.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: That's yeah, he isn't, that's, isn't, that's he isn't about isn't to come
1: that. out though, right? It came out on Friday. Oh, it's out? Yeah. It's out now. See Dennis Quaid. 43. Yeah. Check them out. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's awesome. Let's go into predictions then. I got some facts, but. Oh. Uh, no, it's fine. No, no we, we, can go, sa- we can save it for next week. Don't worry I about. mean, we I uh, know,
2: go- brother. You said you got <laughs> six. Yeah, you said you got I six. I do six. have six. Hit All right, it.
1: give us six fun facts, Nicholas. Go. Okay. First one, the city of Las Vegas celebrated its 100th birthday on May 15, 2005. I know that's nothing to do with this year or 1960, but at least you know that, you know, Vegas is over 100 years old. Two. Uh, second one. Here we go. The first hotel and casino to open in Las Vegas was a Golden Gate Hotel and Casino in 1906. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else? Here we go. Oh, here we go. This is kind of cool, I guess. In 1957, Topless Showgirls debuted on the Las Vegas Strip at the Minsky Follies at the Dunes. Oh, wow. The, dunes, right? the dunes introduced Topless. Okay, cool. Uh, number th- Was it three, four? Four now? That was a four. Uh, The famous Welcome to Las Vegas sign that you see when you drive into Vegas was created in 1959 by Betty Willis. Betty Willis. Yeah. Uh, Here's a cool one. Here we go. A marriage license only costs uh, $60 in Nevada, but note that there is an additional $5 transaction fee uh, for payment with credit card, which I don't know is kind of weird, I guess. Yeah, it is weird. And the last one, you ready for this? Yes. Mm -hmm. This is exciting. Fremont Street uh, was closed to traffic in 1994 for the Fremont Street Experience. So now, you know, you can't drive on Fremont Street anymore. And right, and I, think, and, and, I, and I think right. you can actually go, uh, li- uh, what is it? Zip lining. Zip lining. Yeah. on Fremont Freem- Street. What's I haven't done it Fremont Street? Street is downtown Vegas. Yeah, it's yeah. like, the, it's like, we're like we're everything the, revolved really, around it when everything uh, uh, was What the golden known. nugget is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see on this, like, that's Fremont Street. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, so let's uh, get into the predictions for episode 14 of season one, CBS's Vegas. Nicholas Perdue, go. Um, well, As we saw on the uh, teaser trailer for the next coming episodes that, uh, you know, Jack basically, you know, doesn't tell Mia the whole truth on what happened to her, her father. Right. So, you know. As he should have probably said, you know what, I was the one who, who did it. This is what happened, you know, and kept it, sh- you know, straightforward with her. All right, he's a lawman. I mean, and she knows the nature of her father, and she knows the nature of Jack, which is why she's in love with him. Yeah. So, th- yeah, so that that yeah, so there's 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 that, and then like I said earlier in the in the in tonight's show, I think that you know uh, the ADA and Ralph will eventually get it on season finale. Season finale. Season you think finale. going to take that long? I do. Okay. I really didn't like how he's, he keeps having a small drink with her in his office. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> Have that keeps drink going. at the house. That's what keeps At the going. ranch. Okay. Season, I mean, uh, episode 14 uh, predictions. Bam Erickson. Go.
2: Will Mia hate Jack for killing her dad? And so that's, mm. I think that's going to be the big question. That is the big question. How is it going to affect their relationship? Well, that's
1: that is the question, mm-hmm. and then for me, for my prediction, that is going to be something that is probably going to be the mainstay because of the show, for probably for the next, maybe for the rest of the season. It might, mm-hmm. you know, actually for the for the for the final episode, we might finally see Ralph and the ADA come together, and Mia and Jack split up because she finally finds
2: out mm-hmm. who kills her dad. Let's see. And uh, just really quick, also think with Dixon, there's two ways that his character's going. Um, It's pretty apparent now that he's getting it in a lot. Yeah. And so I think between Jack and Ralph, there could be some kind of issue with his lack of... uh, Yvonne's going to come in and do something about that. I forget about Yvonne.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Because she's the one girl that is not turned on by him. Uh, Amy Garcia. She's too hot for all that. Now I'm saying, (laughs) I mean, Okay. After buzzers, thank you guys for tuning in this morning, afternoon, or evening until next week. Where can we find you guys? Find me all over the internet at the Nick Purdue. Bam Erickson, B A M M E R I C S E N, and I'm Thaddeus Master. You could find me on Twitter at Club Thaddeus, You can also find me here on Tuesdays 6 p.m. for NBC's. Deception. I'm sorry. Is it NBC? NBC. Yeah, it is NBC. It's NBC's deception starting making good. Until next time, After Buzzers.
0: From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV network.